Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Dan? Or welcome back. Oh, folks, I, knew you were, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. You know. I gave him a cue and everything this week. That's crazy. Ah, the monotony of recording. <laughs> was your weekend good? Again. There you go. Sure. Yeah. So what are we, what are we talking about? So, uh, you know, UFOs? No. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about UFOs this week. That's Car- always a popular topic. Carnivorous plants? Ooh. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. It was actually a pretty interesting thing that went on today, but they've discovered a new car- carnivorous plant. Uh-oh. They think. That's the beginning of the end right there. Uh-huh. Man, what, if, what does it eat? Um, but Bugs and oh, of course. stuff like that. Yeah. But it does it with its stem. What, is it like just secrete a sticky sap? And- yeah, they, they think so, yeah. Oh, okay. it's pretty wild. And, and, yeah. Good guess, Brandon. Wait yeah, to nail it. Spot good. on. Yeah. Like, how else would it do it? Yeah, the feed. That's terrifying. It's kind of hilarious. Good old Little Shop of Horrors reference there. there. But um, yeah, now what we're going to be talking about. Noise. 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 It's awfully noisy out there. It's awfully noisy in the studio right now. It's really noisy in the studio. We're having air conditioning issues. So we have a couple of box fans going. Um, Yeah, it's a little it's a little louder than normal in here. It's kind of thrown But we have some technological wizardry that should help us eliminate most of that. Yeah. For those of you listening, we, we might get into that later on in the episode. Who knows? Oh, I think so. Um, so, you know, I don't know why. I think I brought this up or you brought this up. I was just irritated just in general. Some muffler thing went pop, pop, pop and some loud, noisy thing. I mean, it's $4 a gallon and people are like, Rah, you know, doing all this shit. But <laughs> So I, you know, Brandon, let's cover noise. We're actually going to get to a really cool topic that will put you in a happy place after the break. But but first, but first, we want to cantankerous yeah. Dan is is going to bitch about loud trucks on the street. <laughs> I'm going to bitch about a lot now. I mean, it's it, I don't have to bitch. I mean, just do this search it in Google. Like 2020 apparently was like the year of of noise oh, pollution complaints. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I guess because people were at home. So they're they didn't frustrated. They didn't realize angry, all the yeah. noise that their neighbor made. Kids were at home. There's in one article I came across, you know, the kids riding the big wheel and the thing and the neighbor underneath is trying to like be in a, you know, trying to work from home. Yeah, no, it'll drive you crazy. Like we yeah. tune out so much stuff, but if you start to focus on the amount of just noise you're bombarded with constantly throughout day-to-day life, um, it's a lot. It's enough to drive you mad. I mean, when I, I'm, I don't, I mean, New York takes the cake for this. Okay. By the way, folks, like apparently <laughs> unsurprisingly. So, well, I the whole thing. There's there was an article in the New York times, you know, it's probably worth looking up or whatever, but you know, all the car modifications, people staying home, putting those loud, annoying mufflers on things, you know, boom boxy kind of really loud music kind of, I just, I, I just find it irritating. Like my, my windows are up and it's, my, I got my AC on. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to hear you. And the music from the car next door is going to upset your pacemaker. You know, that's, that's too much. It's too much. Well, the thing is, is it, I mean, you know, that some of the descriptions are just, I can totally relate to them. You know, people having coffee or El Fresco dining and it's just, you know, one dude's going or whoever's going around <laughs> the block. Just ruins it forever. Vroom, you know, vroom, vroom. It's like, yeah, you know, I think the one article I came across, it was like, yeah, but people notice me. If for all the wrong reasons, though. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. There are certain people that, that think that's cool. And I'm all about 
you know, loud motors and loud cars and, you know, loud music even. Um, if I'm at, say, a racetrack or a nightclub or a, a live concert, what I don't want is to be, you know, bleary-eyed 8.30 a.m. on my way somewhere and just have somebody's thump, 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 thump. Yeah, or thump, you're, you're know, having like, turn it down, down, man. Like, dinner with, with some folks and you can't, you know. You know, you know me, I keep the volume in my car pretty loud. Like, it's almost uncomfortable yeah. at times. But you know what you can't hear it in? The car next door. Right. And, like, so it's obscene sometimes, the volume uh, that people subject themselves to. I don't know how they don't have just long-term hearing loss. No, it, but it, the, the complaints are just staggering. I mean, and, and apparently the U.K. is, like, the runner-up for like what went on over there last year. I guess, you know, people notice their, their neighbors <laughs> a lot more. I, I liked you a lot when I never had to see you. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of scenario. Yeah. Yeah. When everybody's home all the time. So I've worked on and off from home forever and I just plan around it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So folks, we did, I'm pretty close to a train and I kind of know when it's coming, but like literally I'll be on a telephone call and I'll be like, Hey, there's a pardon. What, what are you talking? I'm just like, just wait, <laughs> listen for it. I don't notice it, but I certainly notice it. Like when I've got my, you know, my buds in my ears and I'm, yeah, the thing yeah, is if you're, blasting. If you're on the receiving seven, end yeah. of a microphone signal, whether that be via telephone call or sitting back here recording, when the train rolls through, y- you can't just ignore it. Yeah, I mean there is that. Like you know, we do we do kind of kind of run a sound studio, so we're a little sensitive to I don't know helicopters and you know airplanes. Didn't you didn't you just recently go through this? Didn't you stay at some friend's place? And you oh, said yeah, you didn't Jesus. you didn't get any sleep. Oh, I did. I did. I was there for three days and And, I didn't I didn't sleep a wink because their house is just it's right in the jet wash from the airport in that city. And, (laughs) you know, a plane flies overhead and you're like, oh, there's a plane flying overhead. This was like putting your head near the turbine. And by near, I mean, 30 feet away, (laughs) just, (laughs) you know, like vibrating the glass and just this roar. But you said they didn't uh, even it notice sustained. it. I, I mean, I guess you just get used to it and pretend it's not there. But I'm talking, you know, these planes are taking off and that's what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. It's just the, the noise wash from that. So it's it's a good sustained like 45 <laughs> seconds to a minute. Um, every time a plane took off from that air. And of course, first thing in the morning, airports tend to be kind of busy and I'm a night owl. So, so. It, just, it was not doing me any favors whatsoever. So you didn't, you didn't need an alarm. Oh no, no! I got I, just because you never at least slept. every ten to fifteen minutes, like jolting asleep, going, "What the hell is? Oh my god, it's the planes again!" Um, yeah, definitely, it, it, it's interesting. You know, noise pollution as a as a concept to the point when you sell a property, yeah, you have to disclose if there's environmental mm-hmm. noise that's constantly there, whether that be industrial or, you know, whatnot. Uh, people just don't think about it. And uh, I, I had a I had a neighbor who was I overheard him. Was at a bar somewhere. It was like screaming about the blower, you know, blowing the lawn. And I, I you know, I went, he didn't live that far from me. And I was like, you know, like across the street or whatever. And I'm like, is it, are you talking about, is it my blower? And he's like, no, not your blower. I guess it was <laughs> the neighbor directly beside him had like an electric blower with that high pitch. Oh like, yeah. The whiny. Like first yeah. thing every morning. Like, like, I, I got to get, go get out there before 6am when it yeah. starts to warm up kind of. Yeah. That was, that was, that's obnoxious. There should, there should always be an ordinance 
nothing before 9 a.m. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Nothing before normal work hours, 9 a.m., 9 to 5. You can start at 9 a.m. I'll tell in you, in, in commercial property, property, whatever, but neighborhoods, no, nah, 9 a.m. So don't they, run your blower, don't run your lawnmower. Yeah, folks, I mean, property is going like they're building things like crazy, at least around here, most of the country, right? And one of the things that sort of got on my nerves that I actually hadn't noticed, because I can tune out the lawn mowing and stuff. Those are just friendly kind of sounds. But the beep, beep, beep from the little diggers. Oh, and, yeah. And these, and these, <laughs> these, these folks are out there, you know, 5.45 a.m. And then they were going to 11, 11.20 at night. Yeah, I mean, and I don't mind the sound, but it's like all of a sudden that high pitch, like I'm not, why, why am I hearing the fucking beep? Like I'm, I'm three yards (laughs) away. You're not going to run me over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some of those machines that just runs. (laughs) It's like the the backup siren on large trucks, just constantly that and that and people who just have faulty car alarms that go off. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a cat walks on them. Yeah. 10 times a day. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like or they sit on their keys. I mean, that happens too. Right. But yeah, noise. I don't know why, noise why, noise. why, why doesn't the key tell you that somebody's breaking into your car? <laughs> right. I mean, it sort of seems like a good idea. I mean, why not? Right. Yeah. Apparently there's some enforcement issues because, you know, setting decibel levels is a thing, but then you have to have the thing that reads the decibel levels. You know, yeah, stuff like that's one more tool to carry around for all of our law enforcement officers. Yeah. And apparently they were having a thing out in California. Regarding their bridge, their bridge. Mm-hmm. Did it have one of those sirens on it, like a drawbridge? No, 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 no. They, they, they apparently they apparently upgraded or did something to it. It's got some guy wires on it. That people, I guess, are saying it's this bridge noise out there. Let, we've got some listeners in California. Let us know if you're near the Golden Gate Bridge. But just yeah. harmonic vibrations, like giant guitar strings. Just it, some people say it's absolutely just drives them nuts. Yeah, but then there was this musician, right? So uh, Liz Jassen from Let Me See uh, KRON Channel Four, I guess, updated a thing August third, twenty twenty one. And uh, Nate Mercero, I guess, was this artist that went out there and he's got some, he put it in his music in the recording, like he fit it in because some people <laughs> like the noise. Some people enjoy the noise. Yeah, it's kind Where of, is it? Now that, we're, now that we're talking about this, there's somewhere, I think it's in Pennsylvania. There's maybe. a few for, of them. For like 50 years, they've just had this inexplicable hum. I think they call yeah. it the, the hum. hum. Yeah. And yeah, just people lose their minds over this constant droning noise Yeah, that just goes completely unidentified. And I can't imagine because that's the type of thing until you're aware of it, it doesn't bother you at all. And the moment, the, <laughs> the moment, moment you notice yeah. it, the moment somebody says you can never unhear the damn thing. It's like a you permanent know. earworm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just. But it's not even an earworm. It's an actual <laughs> noise. Yeah. Just once, once you funny. tune up to it. You go, hmm, I hear it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We'll have to research where that was. Um, so do you want to go to break? Because after a break, we're going to talk about some really cool stuff when it comes to noise or audio. And, and actually, there's some solves in some of this technology. Turns out there Turns is. Out. Uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. Sit tight. <laughs> Thank you. 
going back to the 14 questions. All right, so before the break, we're talking about sound. You guys probably have noticed it sounds a little bit different right now. Oh, did you do that already? Yeah, it's kind of noisy. That's so they can hear everything? (laughs) Yeah, I want people to experience, like, what it's like to be in the room as we record, because the finished product sounds one way, but what we're experiencing while we create it is an entirely different animal sometimes, whether the sound of Dan opening that beer, shuffling some keys around, the dog, you know, the dog, the wrinkling of wrappers, or just, if you listen, you can hear the fan noise in the air conditioning fan noise, just this droning hum in the background. And then we use certain tools available to us, you know, whether it be equalizers or compression or noise gates and so on and so forth. And then ultimately the audio returns to sounding something like this, which brings us to the next point. There you are. But the one sound we can't get rid of, and we apologize for this, is, you know, once in a while somebody's device goes off. We can get rid of keyboard sounds and stuff. I mean, we can get rid of those, too. Oh, oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) We can get rid of those, but at some point in time. turn it off. That's the next problem. Excellent work there. At some point, uh, you know, as a small homebrew podcast, getting into that level of detail is sometimes more effort than we're willing to put in, basically. But we could remove that if we wanted to. We're, We're pretty good. Like, we have coasters, and we try to type quietly. Yeah, anything, and, and anything any we can do to noise. eliminate additional surplus noise yes. puts us one step closer to sounding good at the end. Uh, we can't control Teddy. far less work. Yeah, the dog gets us occasionally. Except we've never, it's funny, folks. So it, sometimes when we finish actually recording, he'll let out this ginormous moan of like, like he's had to listen to us for opine on some shit for a while. It's kind of funny, but it's his way of knowing we've gone too long. He's like, shut up. Gut. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, we've, we've, we've exhausted your attention span. All right. Are we going to try to explain this, this whole, I don't know. What, what do you want to call it? 3d? I, 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 well, I, I mean, yeah. So before the break, we're talking about noise and noise complaints and noise pollution and whatnot. Uh, and then we thought we'd pivot to, you know, technologies with noise and sound that make our lives better. You know, Dan and I both are a huge fan of uh, Apple's AirPod Pros, uh, which feature noise cancellation should you choose to use it. And they also have the ability to um, utilize Dolby Atmos. Which, folks, I didn't even know that this technology existed. I mean, I got it. You went to a movie theater or whatever back when we could do that. Um, surround sound, people had home theater stuff with surround sound, pretty impressive. But the actual wearing of a device on your head, and it's not just, I mean, there's several versions of this out there. It's not just Apple. They've just done a really good job. Plenty plenty of noise cancellation and and surround sound capable headphones. You know, a lot of that came from the uh, computer gaming industry Uh, because if you're playing these amazing computer games, I didn't know then, that. Then you want amazing sound, but you might not want to disturb everybody in the house with like a full seven channel Dolby surround sound system. Yeah. Uh, when you could get it in a pair of headphones. But I guess it is, so to, if we back it up, so this technology has been around how long now? Uh, Dolby Atmos specifically, yeah. I believe it was 2012 off the top of my head uh, when that was first kind of announced and integrated into cinema. So Brandon's film, yeah. favorite thing to do, other than 
getting stuff for himself is to convince other people to spend money on the things <laughs> that he spent money on. I just so, like to share the enjoyment. Oh, if yeah, I, that's if how I, you put if it. If I yeah. find something incredibly cool, um, and inc- especially in gadget and technology land, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, this product is amazing. Like, you have to have one. So if we, if we look, I want you to share the joy that I get out of it. So if we look at this, I mean, it's called, if you, you know, you Google this or YouTube it or, you know, get on, even you were mentioning Apple Music now, but it's like, you know, there's references to 3D sound and 4D sound and 8D sound and 32D sound. So... And I they're guess, all just variations on a theme, right? So Right. So but but really the technology now is knowing and, and folks, this is just some incredible stuff if you haven't experienced it. And put you gotta get the thing and put the noise cancellation on, put the things in your ears, close your eyes or or walk around your yard or whatever it is, and it'll yeah. blow your mind. It'll absolutely blow oh, your it's, mind. It's, but it's 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 amazing. You know, technology, I mean, I guess really what we're talking about is a is a, a genre of sound engineering called spatial audio. Um, and I'll probably step on my own tongue here because I'm no expert in this and somebody's bound to correct me. But, you know, we had obviously we had surround sound systems where, you know, we mm-hmm. had left center, right channel, left rear, right rear. And that would create, you know, kind of a three dimensional sound environment. Um, there's another type of recording called binaural recording, which basically simulates um, the microphone placement at the human ears. So you would record an environment much like you would actually hear it as a human being. And that can be very effective in creating a three-dimensional soundscape. Um, and then the cool thing about Atmos is that instead of assigning sounds to specific channels, right. i.e. left, center, right, left, rear, right, rear, uh, like a traditional surround sound setup, uh, Atmos allows um, object-based sound, so you can map the sounds to things in space, in a particular, you know, point in three-dimensional space, and then it will sound like it's there. Um, now, the it, cool things, it, folks. It's just it's it's really staggering to listen to some, you know, obviously the, cinema and film, but then some of the music the, uses. The music is absolutely blows my mind because I think you mentioned too. It's the it's the head orientation. So when you have the things actually in your ears. Well, that's that's a different aspect altogether. Right. But uh, that one thing I listened to, like out in the yard, so it was an outdoor concerts thing that had been recorded. And I'm like looking at the tree, like there's a speaker up there. Like mm-hmm. it's blasting down and then it moves to the stage and then you people are on the stage and the music comes from the stage to you. It's Yeah, no, it's wild. And it, what Dan's referring to then, if you have a virtual reality VR device or a device capable of, of tracking motion and orientation, then, you know, traditionally, if you were wearing headphones or any over-the-ear type yeah. sound device and you turn your head, the sound would just turn with your head. Uh, but now with these new technologies, if you turn your head, the sound stays the same relative in space, much like if it were emanating from something actually in that space. So if it's on your right and you turn your head 90 degrees to the left, that sound is now behind your head in the same place that it was before. Uh, and it's really, it's it's unnerving at first. Yeah. And that, you know, it'll just blow your mind when you experience these things. And then suddenly you're like, oh, this is just the coolest shit ever. I think you were like an influencer because you were sticking things in people's ears and be like, hey, look at this haircut thing on the YouTube channel. And <laughs> they were like, 
oh my God, what's happening to me, you know? And, yeah. I, I, I get excited about this stuff. Yeah. I, li- I like to see other people's reactions to these things because I'm like, oh man, this is so cool. Like everybody, surely everybody thinks this is this cool. Try it out. It's a, it's a, I mean, I'm, I'm, I assume some of the listeners out there, but again, I didn't know a lot about this. I didn't know to the extent this technology had evolved because yeah, again, it's, it's a little confusing. It's a little techie. And, and if you don't know necessarily to actually get this thing, that's actually the eight D put your noise cancellation on and do a thing, mm-hmm. you know, you don't always get to the level of, but once you get to the level of some of these recordings, it's absolutely mind boggling. Oh yeah. It's, it's wild, you know, and with Apple now, uh, allowing the AirPods to map to a display screen. So the sounds emanate much like they would in a movie theater with a full, right. You know, multi, 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 multi speaker surround system. Um, it's just, it's so wild. It's absolutely wild. If y'all get a chance, uh, try out some of these technologies, you won't be disappointed by any means. And there's some, there's, we, we were remarking, actually, it's funny, you know, Brandon, you know, we, we, before we were recording tonight, I had these stuck in my ears because I haven't done this in a while, you know, actually yeah. dove down that rabbit hole and, you know, picked up some artists, was listening to it on YouTube. And um, there's specifically some ar- ar- artists that are like, you know, they're right there. I mean, there's some remastering stuff that's gone on. Yeah, there's a bunch of that now, thankfully, which is really cool because, you know, I've been going back and listening to you know, some old favorite songs and things that have been remastered in spatial audio. Um, you know, like old songs from Queen, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsodies, you know, all other classic rock things. There's a lot of things on Apple Music and Spotify. And it breathes a whole new life into things you've heard thousands of times. And you just go, oh, man. Yeah, I was listening like, to uh, it's entirely some, different. some Coldplay before... You showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Coldplay, but the they're cold kind of in is, that, they're kind of in that realm. And then, um, Billy Irish, I mean, Eilish, yeah. Eilish, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. She, for whatever reason, she seems to be like, I, I, I'm just assuming, I don't know if she can reach it out to us if she wants, but I'm assuming she's very aware of where that rendering and rendering and technology goes or her, her, her music and her style just fits it because it's, yeah, no, it's, a, I think she, her, she's her newest amazing. album, the entire thing is recorded in spatial audio or mastered in spatial audio. And I give it a listen. It's really amazing. Uh, and I think a lot of, um, you know, musicians in the, in the forefront currently now are recording with these formats in mind. Yes. Uh, and that just makes it that much more powerful and that much more impressive yeah. when it all comes together, because it's one thing to go back take the masters from something from the seventies or sixties or eighties and, and kind of remaster those sounds and place them in space. Uh, and I think it's another thing altogether to record with the intention of those sounds being at a specific point in space, instead of yeah. trying to figure out where they should belong or where they sound best. You go, no, I want this specific sound emanating from this, you know, point in space floating over here. This one needs to be here. Vocals have to be here, here, and here. Bass guitar uh, comes through this and way. And it really is. It's, yeah. it's, so, it's so hard to convey the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. way this no, no. sounds because, you know, I've listened to recordings that I've heard, you know, time and time again over the course of my life. And it's like, st- if you close your eyes and listen, it's like standing in a room being surrounded by the actual band. And so one person's right. voice emanates very distinctly from a, a spot in space, 
you know, the bass and guitar completely separated, much as if they were standing, you know, 10, 12 feet apart in a room. Um, and it's just very, very immersive. Uh, and I think it's fascinating, especially to your point, using utilizing noise cancellation. So the world around you just goes away entirely. Yes. And you're left with just this amazing, amazing sound. It's the spatial side of it, too. And I think it, I was pr pretty, I, I didn't listen to this stuff again since I had actually, you know, bought into some of this technology. So it's been months and months and months. But it was pretty overwhelming. To, and, and plus, it's gotten better. There's, you know, there's, I won't say it's gotten better. There's just more access to it, whether or not that's through YouTube or you were saying Apple's got a whole list of things that, that do these things. But mm -hmm. not having been out at a concert or, you know, just recently, I mean, you'll hear some stuff, you're outdoors, but you almost with the noise cancellation, if you want an indoor experience or even an outdoor concert experience, it's absolutely overwhelming right now after a year of not being exposed to anything. So, you know, it's even, it's even more impressive right now if people want to so go out too. and do, it, you know, do a thing. Music has always had the ability to take us away someplace else. Yeah. And now it very much to our ears feels like we're someplace else too. And uh, I can't, I can't wait to see what the future holds with some of these technologies because they really are quite fascinating and incredibly impre impressive, not oppressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Monday again. I think <laughs> that happens. Maybe that was very Freudian. I don't know, but it is very impressive. Yes. Anyhow. So, so what's the, if we're going to leave it with the listeners, is it 3d, 8d, 32d, 12d? I, I think surround sound and spatial audio are probably the, because you know, this, this 2d, 3d, 3d sound makes sense to me because right. you can record, record 360 degrees of sound to go with 360 degree videos or virtual reality. So 3d makes sense. 4d, 8d, you know, that, that's, that's just marketing gobbledygook, like right, right. whatever. Um, but spatial audio, obviously is very specific and appropriate. Um, so at some point I think these terms will standardize so as to avoid confusion, but that's not my job. So yeah, that's up to the big, big tech people. So anyhow, you want to leave it there? Yeah, I think that's a good place to stop for the week. So, folks, we're, when we put this episode out, you know, at least a day later, <laughs> if I'm not on the ball or on the ball, we'll uh, we'll try to hashtag some stuff up over on the Twitters and, you know, put some stuff out, you know, to some of our favorites. Go find a few things. And yeah. not necessarily because, you know, I, I my taste in music's all over the map. But in terms of what I think is sort of the most impressive in my ears, yeah, just you know, going good, down the good examples, good examples, yeah. We'll try in to in our that. opinion, our humble opinion, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's a great idea. So we'll we'll provide some links um, to go try this stuff out if you have access, and we'll put some binaural stuff too. So anybody, as long as you have um, headphones left and right, uh, because you can't listen to binaural audio through external speakers, it doesn't work. But anybody with any set of headphones can utilize and listen to. Uh, binaural recordings and then we'll also do some spatial recordings and stuff that feature Dolby Atmos that are really amazing. Yeah. we might uh, play around more, more with that and uh, yeah, just to see what happens. Indeed. All right. Till next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? 
Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.